Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I believe in miracles since you came along, you sexy thing. Free-scoring Burnley beat Everton to go within a point of lamp side. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Thursday, 7th of April. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Eddie Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Here, we, here they are. Here he is. Here, here, you here, here we are. <laughs> here we Good all start. are. Good start. Good start. not had a coffee. Oh, <laughs> uh, is she going to be loosey goosey or tighty whitey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to see you and the oh. tales you've brought back from the great states of America. I love Dallas and I love Texas and I love the people uh, and I love WrestleMania. <laughs> I've decided I'm going to start my wrestling career at 40, guys. So I'm going to leave you. Safe? I'm going to go to wrestling school and I'm going to be like the boogeyman and I'm going to become a wrestler. Is it safe? Is it? What do you mean, is it safe? Is it safe? The what, intercont- wrestling or Texas? The intercontinental belt? No, not when I'm around, mate. <laughs> is it safe to start a career in wrestling at 40? Not with these knees, no. No. no While you were in Dallas, did you meet Slovenian basketball legend Luka Doncic? <gasps> yes, we were in the same Airbnb, Andy. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Then let's move on. <laughs> what a wasted trip, eh? <laughs> exactly. Why Sorry. go to the States when you can go to Slovenia? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not there, is he? No. no well, he's great. in Dallas. Actually, That's I've, disgust. I've embarrassed myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to the pod, everybody. Just like Everton. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. Bringing the noise. Welcome to the Football Ramble, mm. Evertonians. We're going to answer all the questions you might have been asking yourselves, such as which Premier League side are you going to support next season? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool quite good these days. <laughs> Not Burnley. Make the jump. The friendly derby, yeah. they call it mm. sometimes. Burnley three, Everton two, the final score there. Maxwell Corne with the winner. What a fucking win, Pete, for Burnley. <laughs> it's very important. I mean, Everton technically have to sort of better what Burnley are doing. And if they um, are losing against them, that's a real black mark against their name. And there's Premier League there, survival hopes. There was that extraordinary bit in, in the post-match where uh, Frank Lampard 
stood there, obviously looking ashen and mm. sort of picking through a lot of stuff. And then went, well, we are still appointed. <laughs> <laughs> that small consolation I've yeah. got to tell you yeah. that, was, that was actually quite bizarre wasn't uh, it I mean you don't really want the interviewer to have to say football is all about momentum <laughs> but that's very true and to, and to say that yeah it may be true that all the teams around you mm. are at where they are in the table because of poor results but yeah. all your poor results have been in the last Four months. Yeah. I really. mean, you, I do get the feeling that although Everton haven't beaten Manchester United for, for a good few years, they're playing them at the weekend and Everton is a cauldron mm. at the moment. Yeah, Goodison is. Park is a yeah. cauldron. And I think if they're the going to win hate. any matches, um, I, th- I think they were, they were brilliant against Newcastle and, and I do think they could turn it around uh, starting with Manchester United. But I, it's, it's just their away form is so unbelievably dreadful <laughs> they're in big trouble and and I and I said it when Frank Lampard was given the position is this isn't going to work out for Everton and it's not going to work out for Frank Lampard and if I'm saying that I eat crayons <laughs> I'm an idiot you've got to take a long hard look at yourself if I'm giving you a told you so you're in big trouble Frank Lampard's 66th day of his reign. Mm. How do you reckon he's spending it? Might not get the seven. Well, I might not get the seventy of these. Oh, oh, this is gone. They're, apparently, the Everton border convening to, to discuss his future. But surely, this, <laughs> I mean, deck chairs on a Titanic situation. <laughs> or no, maybe that's not the right metaphor. Mm. But you know what I mean. I mean, the the, mm. the if they get rid of that's probably quite good for Lampard no, if the, they get rid of him now. It's, it's not. Mm. It's not down to. It's not down to Lampard that they are where they are. Just as the same as. Even though it was the appointment was not to the taste of a lot of Everton fans, and I understand that it wasn't down to Rafa Benitez that they are where they are. Mm. You know, you, you look at them in that situation, and you look at Richarlison doing his thing and looking super cool, and you think they've got a fifty million striker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then you think more recently, and this season it's been Salomon Rondon, who I think it's fair has seen better days, and Damari Gray, and you think, hang on, in that time. Burnley have bought two Champions League strikers. Burnley. <laughs> and, you know, the if winner was it. scored by a goal, but by a guy who was scored goals to knock Manchester City out of a Champions League quarterfinal. <laughs> Burnley. Yeah. And and that's that's where they are. And yeah. that's where they are at the moment. On the outside for Burnley, I mean, well, this is clearly a massive win for them, but um you thought the upside going into this game for Everton potentially was that uh, they hadn't Burnley hadn't scored in over four hundred minutes. And they managed yeah. to put or, or three past it, it, Everton. That, that sentence depends what emphasis you, you you put on it, doesn't it? If you're Burnley, if you're sat there in the dressing room beforehand and go, we haven't scored for 400 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally different, isn't it? Mm. And you know what? I've, they did score know, two identical goals. I don't think they should get two goals for that because it was almost identical. <laughs> Cut back from the left, bang, see you later. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be allowed. You've done that one before. You've got to choose a different goal. Come true, on, Max, true Max, Maxwell Cornet. That's true. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Maxwell Cornet did take the liberty of going a little bit further out. Yes, yeah. Which initially fair. suggested it was a banger <laughs> rather than just a tap in that he hit really hard. But I, I think there is something in that because, you know, Burnley taking those chances in the second half was was what it was all about. Clearly it was, you know, what Frank Lampard was saying afterwards, normally you would say he's deluding himself by saying, oh, well, we should have won that or whatever. But actually, of course they I should think have won it. in the last two games, 
But what does he mean should have? Sorry to cut you off, Brass, but what does that even mean in the context of that game? They should have in the sense they were 2 1 up going into no, he the did, he didn't into, like, into half time. Yeah, yeah, they fucking should have. <laughs> yeah, I think he didn't mean he didn't mean like we were cheated. He meant we were incompetent. Oh yeah. right. Okay, I read it as like we should have had a James Tark- Tarkovsky. We could have afforded oh, one. Man. We had enough money. Why is our defense? Why? Why has Burnley got this kind of imposing uh, centre back who's really bloody good? Uh, why do we have to make do with a, a championship defence effectively with all of the money that's been spent over you know five years or whatever? Well, well, his movement was great, wasn't it? For the it was the third goal. Yeah, wasn't it was. It? I mean, what I was going to say though is, but basic, basically, I think when we talk about momentum and form, and that's why everyone. Are so concerned about Everton at the moment mm. and have, have this sense of doom around them, is because they had they had the chances to take it in hand at at West Ham and at Burnley, and it's like if you're you're not playing terribly, but like you find a way to lose the game. Yeah, that's the issue, really, isn't it? Because they have had to actively find a way to lose mm. both of those games. Mm. They've contributed to their own downfall with so many like dreadful little individual mistakes I mean you know you feel like playing hard and playing well is not going to be enough for them so what is going to be enough for them yeah Christ yeah I actually actually, I think that the thing I'm thinking of with Tarkovsky might have been for the equaliser but mm. your, point, your, your point is absolutely right um, the real quiz though um, Everton the first Premier League side to score two penalties in the first half <laughs> <laughs> is that whatever in the Premier League. Oh, amazing. That, that's a pretty interesting stat. You'd think that would have happened before. Don't you? But, I mean, um, I, I think Richarlison's second shouldn't have stood because he did that kind of... Uh, it, the stuttering was too much for me. It's supposed to be oh, one sorry, motion. you want to rule out his I want to rule out the second one. That he actually one, scored rather he actually than scored, question yeah. the he way should have had a retake that. Do you retake him if you stutter? Or do you get take off you? I you're can't not allowed to stop. Yeah, you're not allowed to stop. I, I thought you stopped too stop. much. You know what is... I think the Paraginha, as they call it, the little stop in Brazil... Is coming back. It's 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 the new goalkeeper moving off their line. Yeah, because you can't have any sort of latitude with that now. Yeah, the penalty takers are getting that. Yeah, latitude. Really. I I look forward to um, UEFA, FIFA, and the Premier League cracking down on it in ten years' time. <laughs> yeah. when penalties are taking 10 minutes to be taken yeah the, I mean the, you're right I mean, to talk about the, the bloody defence it, it's, it's it is in some ways baffling to look at it I mean of course uh, Michael Keane got sent off at the weekend didn't he so it meant that 19 year old Jared Branthwaite is starting mm. making his first Premier League start under under Frank Lampard it's not necessarily what you want to be doing in this kind of situation. A man loves to bring through youth. <laughs> what he wants to do. Just doing what he does best. Uh, so yeah, Everton have lost six of nine games since uh, Lampard took over. Mm. Is this it then? Is this... Oh no, look. It's a, a boring got... question, isn't it? Because I feel like... I felt like people thought it was it and then people thought it was it. I watched them against Spurs. I th- kind of thought it was it at that point for Everton. And then I didn't think it was it for them against West Ham because they played well, they lost, but you'd expect them to lose to West Ham. I'm sorry, yeah, West Ham Define, good define well, I would say, <laughs> because like, like we said, they, they had the chances to get more out of the game, at least a draw and maybe even a, a, a win. But to not take advantage of West Ham playing like that mm. and make that amount of mistakes at crucial points in the game. I mean, I don't think that is playing well. Mm. You can say You can say, you know, we had a lot of the game, but they're not playing well because if you're making the errors that are losing you the game, <laughs> you know, and I, th- I think that's really the issue. I mean, you look at their their next five games, oh chaps, and days. they look 
horrendous. Unwinnable. But, but I, th- yeah, agreed. But they still know. got that point above Burnley, haven't they? So. <laughs> they still got that point above <laughs> Burnley. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I, I don't know. Are United, are United offering them a little something? I, I think they. I happen to think they are. I think Everton are going to be the twelfth man, and I think they're going to um, beat Manchester United at the weekend. Not Ralph Rangnick's going to be the twelfth man. <laughs> they're still going to be down. They're still going to be going down, but at least they'll have a nice weekend. So, lads, <laughs> lasses, enjoy it. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy beating Manchester United at home. So that's the weekend game. Mm. Then after that, it's Leicester at home, Liverpool away, Chelsea at home, Leicester away. Oof. Mm. Easy. Well, compared um, to, well, comparing to their direct kind of color, their, their direct uh, battler, uh, Burnley. I mean, they've got Norwich, West Ham, Southampton, Wolves, Watford. You would imagine they'd get something out of Norwich and possibly Watford. I don't know. West well, Ham are quite middly at the... times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have loved this Everton Burnley match to have taken place in the last game of the season. Let's make that very clear. That would have been very exciting. But mm. you, you can't have all the treats. You can't all the have time. all the treats all, all the time the, on the days you want them. Sometimes mm. you just have to take them on a random Wednesday. Brought in sweet this morning nobody wants to eat them because they say apparently 10am's too early for sweets <laughs> I'm sorry I was aware these sweets were in the building I like, like, that is definitely like, not my policy like a goddamn Peter Pan or something <laughs> well for you it's like because you're just back from Dallas right so it's probably like 9pm Let, oh, now let's make it clear Katie 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 <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen here little Katie <laughs> I like sweets at any time of the day I'll sometimes get up at 2am for a wee Pop a little, pop a little midget gems in my mouth. Lovely. Do you not find that keeps you awake? No. Or are you just like immune no, to sugar I'm, by I'm this point? I'm just running on sugar all the time. Ah, oh. smashing. All right, let's get to the Champions League, where Real Madrid beat Chelsea in their own front room, three-one. No one calls it that, do they? Their own front room. <laughs> it's an horrible front room. Pro- 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 probably not, but Stanford Bridge is quite compact, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it just Karen Benzema? Did a bloody magnificent job um, with that hat trick. The fourth player, hey guys, fact fans, the fourth player to score two consecutive hat tricks in Champions League games. Do you know who the other three are? Two are easy. Romario. (laughs) I don't know. Two are easy. Or Messi and Ronaldo. Thank you. All right. And then the other one is probably impossible and I've lost it on my notes. Come it's on. It's Romario. No, it's definitely, it's not, it's not Romario. It's not actually Romario. Okay, it's Luis fine. Adriano. Oh. Wow, is In it? In 2014 against Barty Borisov both times. Oh, interesting. Playing for Shakhtar Donetsk. Good okay, old back-to-back right. match days three and four in the Champions League. You've got to love them. <laughs> exactly You've got right. to love them. It's not quite the same as getting a hat-trick like that for no. Real Madrid against Chelsea, even if Edward Mendy did seem to want to help him on his way in the last one. You know what? I was on Australian TV for this. Oh. And Craig Foster, who is an excellent analyst, mm. as well as being a wonderful human being, um, made, I think, a very interesting point about Mendy's made the error, but the really bad end of it is Rudiger. Because once Mendy's made that short pass... You need to Rudy put your got... left foot through it rather than Ex- your right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you just need yeah. to put your foot through it. But it, was he on a yellow at that point? Was that? Would, I, I seem to recall he was already on a yellow for that point, so he didn't want to go in really, really hard. M- maybe, but I, I, I don't know. Just to do a bit of a like, like he was trying to control it. Yeah. I, I don't know what 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 he was doing there. I agree. I agree. It was it was it wasn't a great pass, but I mean, any defender uh, worth assault would should be able to just put your foot through that and put your foot through the player and put your foot through the ball you're not going to get anything for it 
you're not gonna, like fundamentally, he may be on a yellow. You're not going to get yellow for that. If you, you're in full control of the situation at that point, but he, he just let him go really and kind of half arsed it, didn't he? I mean, Benzema is kind of, you know, you think of Rudiger as being the strongest defender out there. But Benzema is an absolute tank these days. Mm. I mean, that hat trick, I think, is a, a case in point. The fact that his game has evolved into him being this kind of turbo Giroud, which is why he's... <laughs> why Love he's that drink. His, yeah. <laughs> well, of course, there are like footballers out there with their own energy drinks, aren't there? Oh, God, is that out there? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Probably. Uh, I think Kanel Grzycki's got one in Poland. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm surprised you or Lars Sivertsen hasn't had one. <laughs> You've for let breakfast. us down, Peter. You've for let us all down. Yeah. Exactly. 2am. <laughs> we just got up for a pee. Is that a glass of water? No, it's an energy drink. <laughs> but I think you, you look at the fact that Benzema can still do all the Benzema things mm. that he could. He's still got a vision. He's still got finishing, of, of course, and he's getting more of a chance to show that now that he's a central striker. But he can do all the stuff that Giroud can do like hold the ball up, like be an absolute monster in the air, which he never was when he first came to Real Madrid in, mm. in, in 2009. And it's funny because like Real Madrid, you know, they were good in the first half, but I do think Chelsea and their defensive disorganisation really helped them out. I think the big difference between the way that Real Madrid played at um, Paris Saint-Germain in the first leg and the way they played last night it's not actually a massive difference in the average position of where the team was. Mm. They're still relatively deep, but they managed to get Vinicius in the game. And that was mainly because of Chelsea's defensive shape. Chelsea really sort of tried to take it to Real Madrid where they could have just kind of had a bit more control of the game. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, they well, that... a bit more chaotic. They were, yeah. they were a bit more gung-ho and they should have been... Because gung-ho, the word, is based on the Chinese gung-he, which actually means to work together. So they needed the Chinese sense of gung-ho rather than the Western sense of gung-ho. That's interesting because that. there's, there's a Chinese restaurant in West Hampstead that's called gung-ho. And ah. I've always wondered why it was mm. called that. It yeah. sort of like made me think like the way it would throw your food at you. And all, all that, <laughs> that, that, that sort of Get stuff. in your mouth! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get that out of your mouth. Answering all the big questions. I think though, looking at our scoreline, I don't know how just it is in the sense that they had a lot of chances, Chelsea. Twenty. Maybe, they had twenty chances. Twenty, 20 shots. Word. I think maybe it is a just scoreline. But in terms of, yeah, particularly in the second half, they had Definitely. a lot of chances. Mm. And they had, uh, in well, in particular ones I can think of off the top of my head. Mason Mount shot from distance. That could have. That was pretty close. Aspiliqueta. Aspiliqueta. Romelu Lukaku looking like his head was a sort of. Like a pestle, like like, well, that, that, pestle the fucking ball into the net, well, that, back that, of the net, and he just that chance he was, should have scored that. That chance was easier than either of the headers that Benzema scored. Oh, Benzema. It was a lot easier. Can we talk about Benzema's second header? All right. It was like like my neck hurts watching. It that. was just, it was like it was just so perfectly. It, Inspector headers, Gadget. Really. Headers never get yeah. goal of the month. Headers never get goal of the scene. I could watch that goal for it was a it was a cushion header, but the cushion was filled with feathers. Courted in memory form, <laughs> just <laughs> placed. It was a stunning, stunning header. I loved it so much. Did you love it as much as Thomas Tuchel completely tearing <laughs> his team out afterwards? Jesus Christ. that was entertaining. Yeah. He said, no. Asked if the tie is still alive. He said, no. Why is it not alive? Because we have to find our level back and I don't know where it is. I mean, yeah, I mean he... His changes he could he could have made. He he brought on Lukaku. He brought on um, Loftus Cheek, didn't he? And you would expect those players to come on and affect the game. But they're both players who are just playing well 
below where they should be. Mm. And so it's like, that's not what you used to with the Chelsea team. You used to go in, oh my God, look at how many amazing players they've got on the bench are crying out loud. And, and, and you know, without away goals, the, the tie is still alive, weirdly. Um, they could, they have it in themselves yeah. to play well enough to go there and win 2-0. Mm. I, I, I guess they'll be driving their own bus though, will they? So they might be, they might be more tired. Well, you think they're not going to turn up to Southampton at the weekend because they're they're walking already, pitching. But I, but I mean, set off with the rucksacks. But I mean, like, like Tuchel. I mean, Andy, before um, Tuchel joined Chelsea, like you, you were you you were quite uh, unequivocal. This will he will fall out with people and he'll have a terrible time. But and he's yeah, had. But you'd take that, wouldn't you? Do you not as, think? Do you not Chelsea think? Fan, I would, yeah, I mean, if, if you have a good year and a half, it doesn't really matter. Oh, does no, it? Yeah. but do you not think Tuchel's had to go? Through, I mean, you know, he's getting divorced like this week. His he's had to shoulder. Uh, be the spokesperson for a, for, 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 a, for a beer moth like Chelsea losing, having the rug pulled out from from, from beneath him because of Abramovich. Right? He's had a lot to think about, and he's and he's working with players who were playing way below what what you'd expect from them. So yeah, I think that's oh. it. We talked about Everton being under, undermined by individual errors, but you know, you send on Ziyech and Kovacic at half time, which actually did make a difference mm. yeah, but of course you could have scored them, an injury time as well yeah he could have he could have he could have done yeah. and uh, Kovacic was probably what they needed from the start mm. and yeah, then then you give a goal like that and you give yourselves a mountain to climb and that's mm. the thing I think people will look at that game and think well Real Madrid kind of had it under control in the second half well they had it in, under control because Chelsea didn't look like taking those chances because mm. they're just not in that zone of confidence at the moment. They had enough chances, as you were saying, mates, they had enough chances to actually get themselves a result from the game. And Real Madrid defended like, really scrappily. I mean, basically, they are Atletico of a couple of years ago. I don't think mm. that's like particularly disputable. But it didn't feel like, you know, masterful defending. Like, like in that second half, Chelsea had more chances than Manchester City had in the whole of the game against Atletico. Mm. Well, they did, didn't they? Yeah, of course. Do, do you think that Chelsea should retire the number nine? It just doesn't seem to be working for them. <laughs> They've not had a good run for years. And the seven. And the, seven. <laughs> and the ten. <laughs> just don't have numbers. Just, don't worry just about, to be yeah. on the safe side. Yeah. Speaking of numbers, Benzema turned 34 in December. He scored the most goals of his career for Real Madrid this season. Most goals of his career in the Champions League. And he nearly never got let in the stadium, did he? Well, it could have been oh, yes. so very fucking different, couldn't it? Because he couldn't find his accreditation. Ah, oh, it's I mean, good to see that there. I mean, give vigilance. Give that, it a Google. That, yeah. that nah, I'm nah, nah, nah. nah. I've, seen, I've seen face off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely with the security guys on that right. one. You can't be just letting you can't someone. Be just letting. Don't you know who I am? Don't, this is my face. Yeah, there's there's no suggestion he actually. There's no suggestion. I'm not he saying actually you gave it that. the big gun. Are you and, scared? Because yeah. what I would say if. Benzema came to the door. It's like, if it's really you, show me your wonky finger. Oh, he's got a wonky finger? Well, you know he's got that bandage on. Right. Is it because his finger juts out at a... Yeah, like his little finger points out at a a right angle. What, is it like arthritis or something? No, if he broke it ages ago. like two years ago. If if he had an operation to fix it, it'd be out for six weeks, so he's never had the operation. Ah. And so, like, you know, when he... Like, he he looks fine on the football pitch, but when he gets on... When he's drinking tea, he looks so dainty, though. (laughs) Oh, he looks real classy. He's out. (laughs) Uh, Also, last night, very... Very enjoyable, Andy Bassel. Villarreal one 0 against Bayern Munich. Uh, yeah, it was excellent. The mm-hmm. goal really from uh, from Bournemouth. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was. Uh, I'm surprised. There, there should have been more. He should goals. have scored a second, definitely. The, mm. the, the, the goal that I really wanted to happen that didn't is when Manuel Neuer came out, was mucking about, 
and Gerard Moreno oh, yeah. tried just to chip it. him that was from his own trip. half. Nice. Just, it was, it was so a bit close. wide, wasn't it? I don't think it was as... It wasn't... Because well, there was, was some... Fit out? There was some suggestion of, you know, why didn't he take it on? Why didn't he pass it? Because he's Gerard Moreno. Yeah. And it would have been glorious. And eight yards from goal, it was in. Yeah. And it just like curved away and just yeah. went slightly wide of the post. Well he, hit, well, he hit the post at one point, Moreno, with an absolute howitzer. He did, didn't he? Fantastic. He could what have a player. Him. What a player. What a shame. But, but you, could, you couldn't really sort of blame anyone for, for, for their goal as well, because it was just a silly goal. Pavard for not cutting it out. I don't know. It, just, it was just, it was a great, fun match. Bottom line, guys, can you stop stealing my lines for OTC? Sorry. Sorry. You. Half the size of Rochdale. There is an OTC <laughs> out uh, today, as Brass quite rightly mentions. It is him, Dutton and David Cartledge. They're going to be talking much, much more about this. So tune into that and about how the two Madrid clubs fared against the Premier League's elite this week. They will also answer all your questions about Eric Ten Hag. Get over to Football Ramble Presents for that. All right. But for no mentions of Rochdale. Really? No. I don't think you're going to be able to get to the end without mentioning that that's the size. <laughs> There'll be something. There'll be, oh, you know, it's twice the size of my, you know, of AFC Wimbledon Stadium or something like this. I can't speak for Dot or David, so I, I, I just don't know. I'll plant it. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a minute. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Hi, I'm Jermaine Defoe, and this is the Football Ramble.
Oh, good. Hi, Jermaine Defoe. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. It's me, Pete and Andy Brassel in your ears today. It's time now for some emails. It's going to be a lovely old time. The Everton defence in musical form. <laughs> uh, we got a message. We got an email. We got a dispatch from the front line of football from Connor. Hello, Ramblers, though ideally Pete. Oh, oh nice. Uh, my brother and I are long-time listeners to the show and we have a friend who is one of the smartest, most diligent and hardest working people I know. But when he wants to cut loose, nothing does it uh, for him quite like King Harvest's Dancing in the Moonlight, which we were <laughs> delighted to hear mentioned on Monday. Slagged off, I think. It, uh, I do Monday. think it's worth distinguishing. <laughs> I do think it's worth distinguishing between the effortless uh, suavity of the King Harvest version mm. and the cringe 2009 version, which I had never heard of, but I looked up uh, after yesterday's show. So it, does the top loader version come out somewhere in the middle? Mm, it, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't really know, to be honest, how it all works. Um, uh, it's the opposite of the King Harvest version, which I like to imagine Tony dropping the needle on as soon as he gets out of the shower and into a loud floral print shirt buttoned up barely above the navel. Uh, then when those drums kick in, everybody in the locker room starts feeling it, including <laughs> Thomas Frank with a coy wink beneath his overgrown bangs. Uh, by the time these uh, those ivories really start to get tickled, Ericsson, uh, Wissa and David Rea are all singing along and bobbing their heads during the instrumentals whilst biting their bottom lips. In short, Tony's song choice is the music Musical rebuttal to throwing your pints in the air. Instead, it's going about the business of dicking on Chelsea, only to spoil yourself a glass of Covoisier and uh, then slowly sipping it because this is how effortlessly cool you really are. A beautifully written email. Thank you very much, Connor. Dancing in the moonlight. I would love to think that Brentford took Covoisier or a couple of bottles of it at least on the coach to Stamford Bridge. <laughs> you know, you know how you things, that's the it's, it's one of those things that not a lot of things in life that make me feel anxious. I'm generally quite relaxed, mm. but one of the things that does make me feel anxious is when teams arrive for a major final with a load of t-shirts going playoff winners 2011 yes. or European champions yeah. or we were there, we won it in Hamburg or whatever <laughs> and loads of champagne because it always makes me wonder what happens to the shirts of the losing team? Yes. Is that manifesting on they a have to be burned immediately. Yeah. They have to be they have to be destroyed and you I can't let anyone see it. You see, I don't really like wastage, so if I was a kit man, I'd just think, Oh, let's go and give them some fans out the back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that'd be Sold the, the, the wonderful thing. You're like yeah. trudging out after like losing in the Champions League final and some bloke goes, hey, Do you want a winner's t shirt? Yeah. <laughs> or like to or bring a felt tip and just write, not winners. Mm. Not, <laughs> not. I, I should be asking. Could you we about be this. any less this? What, what did you, What did you do with your Carabao Cup finalist mug? Yeah, still got it. <laughs> still got it. Still, still flaunting it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, guys, I did not buy that myself. It was a hilarious joke from Luke. Doesn't sound like him. Uh, right. <laughs> Get in touch. Shirt footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Keep them coming in. Start with this. I prefer to kill him. Oh, it's Pop Antonio Conte, two kings of the game <laughs> together at last. This is us. D- doing, <laughs> doing what they do best, guessing footballers. Okay. And two footballers mashed together in this point. Uh, right, are you guys ready? I'm going to go really slow because apparently that's how everyone wants to play this game. 
<sighs> you be you. You do you. I'll, I'll be me. All right. Ewan's come up with this one. Thank you, Ewan. I'm a Spanish midfielder who scored two goals from inside my own half playing for Liverpool and I am an ex-England centre-half who, when asked, would go through to the semi-finals of the World Cup between Brazil and Belgium. Uh, I think France. Javiolon Sol Campbell. Very good. That's beautiful. Well done. Three we, seconds. We, we, didn't, we didn't get to hear De Bruyne, though. That's the same thing. <laughs> well, you I might have a chance here. I suspect we're going to get him. Yeah, I suspect we're going to get him next. You can't, that's, that's too much. That's yeah, really okay. good. Uh, right, second one. Are you ready? Quick games, a good game and all that. Uh, from Bradley. Thank you, Bradley. Uh, the first footballer is, I was the 2017 French Player of the Year and I'm a current Brazilian defender who nearly lost a lung and was almost forced to retire due to illness. The, sec- the, the second one's Thiago Silva. Wow. 2017 French Player of the Year. Who's going to be 2017 French Player of the Year? It's going to be... This is a bit yeah yeah music, a bit French. Huh. I don't know I'm the rules anymore, I'm going to kick myself. But good to hear from you, Kevin, all the I, same. I still want to know. I still want to guess it. And go, because it's gone. And, oh, no! Golo Cantiago Silva! So, oh, we're playing about. fast and loose with so, the T and the T's, but, you know. But he wasn't in front. So I was thinking French, French player, player of the, the, as in, in Ligue 1. Yeah. But a French guy who was player of the... That's bullshit. <laughs> is that, is that, is I that don't know the rules anymore. Do no. we have that? Is that a thing that people do? Like, is there an English player of the... Year for just I don't really know playing. to be honest. Yeah, like a French is there an, in that, in is there a, league, yeah. a, a, an English-based French player of the year? You mean is that what you're That's asking? What I want to know. Right. So, so if like a so a Brazilian playing in like J League could win Brazilian footballer of the year because he's tearing it up. Well, hopefully um, that dude who got the consecutive hat checks. Hmm. Hopefully that that Brazilian one Brazilian hmm. player of the year that year in 2014. Hmm. I somehow doubt it. Let's never mind. Hit up the championship because it is, it truly is the business end of all seasons right now. Not true. J League, it's not the business end. <laughs> <laughs> is it? But it is the business end of many, and many seasons in England, certainly. And there's some excitements going on in the championship. Fulham so close. So close. So, so close. close. I don't feel Touching like they're, they're not exciting, really, are they? Because they're. I mean, they're in touch with but they're not. They beat Borough 1-0 last night, by the way. Thanks to Alexander Mitrovic getting his 38th goal of the season. Thanks to Borough inviting the pressure on themselves by not, you know, not really doing much. Um, It was a shame, really, because I I thought Borough had had the the beating of uh, Fulham. But if you are going to give Alexander Mitrovic that kind of space, he's going to do an header. It was a lot of space. He was a lot he's, of space. He's going to do a header. He's going to he, do an header. He, he had so much space. It was like a ballet. It was just like mm. it was like you know when you get lifted up and float thrown somewhere. Mm. That's how much. It's very graceful, he had. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But what what you were saying about your your board of Fulham going for the the, the title and you know mm. I I, I want to. I'm not saying I'm bored. I'm just saying right. Have I, just, I misinterpreted? Okay, what I'm saying is we're coming on to the more like playoff question. That's much more exciting. R- right. Okay. Fair enough. Whereas yeah, Fulham, I think it's more of a it's a parade. Prayed? It's a mm. what's the word? Procession. Procession. Thank yeah, you. exactly. Well, I agree. I want to cut to the chase. I want to see them in the Premier League, so I can either say, "Oh, okay, maybe Alexander Mitrovic is viable in the Premier League," or is he the English-based version of Simon Terodde? Simon Terodde is like this German. He's like Bundesliga's fire cheat code, basically. Right, yeah. He scored 163 goals. In the second tier. <laughs> so he's had like 25 goals in a season for uh, Bochum, uh, Cologne, yeah. um, Hamburg. He's doing it again this season for Schalke. He's the Peter Utaka of J-League. There J-2. we go. 
there we there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, yeah, but, but think, he couldn't when he gets the top flight. Couldn't it? A cow's well, ass with a banjo. Well, we've said we've said it before, and, and I've certainly said it before. Watching a bit of, like for Newcastle, and obviously you know we didn't have the best managers back in the day. But but uh, he is a player who could be that player who just sort of goes right. I want ten million a year. I'm going to stay in the championship and just yes. go to whoever and yeah. just, just just go season by season. Whoever wants me, I'm the highest bidder. He could make a lot That's of money. Toronto is doing one year contracts now. I mean, part, really? part of that Fantastic. is because he's in his 30s. But for the yeah. last couple of years, he's just done a one-year contract. Yeah. Like last season, he was at Hamburg, scored 25. They didn't go up. All right, I'll go to Schalke and do the same. <laughs> it's amazing. I love that sort yeah. of thing, though. Uh, after this one... Kevin um, Phillips. <laughs> Marco Silva said, I knew this would probably be the toughest game we would have this season, which I thought was a pretty interesting take. Mm. But anyway, they yeah. won it. So they're going to be in the Premier League next season. Very exciting, pretty much. That's not done on maths. That's just done on vibes. Well, they could be promoted if New- if Nottingham Forest lose, which isn't going to happen. Nottingham Forest. Not happen, mate. Decent segue. That is the one we come on to next. 2-0 Nottingham Forest against Coventry City. So look, Coventry City were kind of in the playoff run because it's all so packed in the table round mm. there. They were kind of in the playoff places question, but it looks like that's no longer going to be the case after that defeat. I mean, Nottingham Forest, Steve Cooper has done an incredible job. I mean, they did, of course, yeah. have the ignominy of losing 1-0 to Liverpool in the quarterfinals <laughs> of the FA Cup. But other than that, they haven't lost in the league. Or in the league, they haven't lost since January. Yeah, and I think a huge part of that, this is me kind of borrowing stuff off people I know. <laughs> uh, people, people who know, I should say. Um, not losing Brennan Johnson in January because we know there was a lot of interest in him. He scored again last night and what a player he is. He scored a couple at the weekend as well, didn't he, against Blackpool? Right, okay. Um, But yeah, I would would love to see him and Forrest do their thing in the the, the Premier League together. You want to see Figgy up there? You're obviously a big fan of Portuguese football, Figueiredo. Figueiredo, Um, He was obviously man of the match because I watched a fair bit of that match and he was a colossus. Is he that Biggie. good? Figgy. Figgy. I Figo. like it. <laughs> <laughs> Figo's like quite a nice nickname. You take that, <laughs> wouldn't you? I'd take that, yeah. Uh, West Brom, by the way, after playing, after competing in the worst game Steve Bruce had ever seen, they beat the Championship second place team, Arno Danjuma's Bournemouth 2 0. It's all spicing mm. up. And let's not forget. Andy Carroll scored. Talking of cheat codes. <laughs> that was a good goal. He, <laughs> as in, it was messy, but he just, he managed the space mm. and he finished. The, the whole West Brom thing is just completely weirding me out though. <laughs> A, the fact they're not in the playoffs. B, the fact that Steve Bruce is there. C, the fact since he got the push, Valerian Ishmael is now coach of Bajikta. <laughs> How the fuck does that work? <laughs> like they are admittedly the outgoing but still, the Turkish champions. <laughs> like, how does that work? This is very weird, this whole scenario. It, it's, it's football, isn't it? It's like, football. It, but it's a weirder version of football. Right. That makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> I've never seen you look so yeah. disgusted, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen all, right? all sorts in football and this is the thing that's weirded you out. Wow. How weirded are you about, before we go, a little chat about, it seems like Eric Ten Hag is potentially going to be the guy who's taking over at Manchester United. Or perhaps you're not a believer, because I know you're going to come on and talk about this on On The Continent. All right, turn Yeah, we are. I, um, so he's, he, there's been a lot of chat about what he said in his interview. He said lots of things about how unfit Manchester United are. And he about was very they Dutch need a and very frank, wasn't he? Mm. But, but what I've heard, Brass, is that a lack of charisma is what led to him not getting the Tottenham job all those months ago. 
What do you read in? What do you say about that? A lack of charisma. So, so charisma is why Gennaro Gattuso was in the frame, for example. And they went with Nuno. I actually find Nuno pretty charismatic, but I'm not really? sure that he did a is very it... charismatic. His football wasn't very charismatic, but yeah. Is he charismatic or is his beard charismatic? He's intense. I like an intense football manager. He's got an intense no, voice. No, but he's intense. He'll stare at you in that intense way. You've got to be charismatic to be able to stare people in the eyes. I'm trying to do it to Pete. Mm. And he's doing it back to me. <laughs> We're in a charisma vortex right I'm, now. I'm you scared, guys. Katie. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> right, I've lost the thread. Eric yes. Ten Hag, yes, he's going to be. Absolutely you destroyed you. You did it. Yes. Um, you're telling me he is charismatic or not, sorry, in summary. He's got presence. Hmm. Hmm. All right, he wants to save it all from on the continent. We, I get it, because what we're really here to talk about... We can't all be fatty to him, can we? <laughs> we, we cannot. Um, what we're really here to talk about is what happens if Eric Ten Hag comes in and Steve McLaren gets the number two job. I'm in favour of that. I mean, you know what? I've never really fancied him as as, as a number one McLaren. Yeah. And a lot of players feel the same, which is the main thing. I think sometimes perception is reality. But he's always been a good coach with good ideas. And a lot of people you speak to, a lot of players you speak to who work with him, really, really rate him as a coach. Mm. Just people have generally found him difficult to take seriously as a What as, do you think as, that as might a, be? Do you coach? think that might be uh, do you might think that might be about his image or some of the things manner? that he's been up to yeah. in his career? Some uh, of the photos uh, that have been on on, you know, newspapers of him. I thought you were gonna say on the football ramble. <laughs> <laughs> some of the things we may or may not have said about his hair island, Pete. Good good hair strong hair like hair island. It's nice. I like it. Do you? Yeah. You can't do one of those because you're two curtains. <laughs> I'm two curtains. That's to distract the fact <laughs> I'm making a hair island, I think it's fair to say. You're channeling Thomas Frank over there. But I, I think I've got the same hair island as... Well, Fatty Tarim's got quite a pointy kind of widow's peak kind of thing. Mm, Me yeah. and him, we look like the, um, the two criminals from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> Who's the one who gets hit in the face with the iron? <laughs> That's uh, Steve McLaren. He's very hapless. That's Kevin Keegan. <laughs> it definitely is. But I look, I, I think McLaren's an interesting appointment. Of course, him and Ten Hag have already worked together. Mm. And I well, think... but in that case, Ten Hag was McLaren's assistant, right? Yeah, he was. You're talking about. Yeah. Mm. And I, I, I like that natural order of things the fact is you get a bit older now now Ten Hag's the, the star and he's the, the, the support actor. why do you need to do the press conferences don't worry yeah just enjoy coaching the players staying behind the what so Steve is going to regale everyone <laughs> while uh, yeah. noted uh, noted charisma vacuum oh, no. Ten Hag takes oh, no. the training <laughs> oh no I mean no I mean the complete reverse McLaren doesn't need the bullshit of the, of the uh, press conferences where he tries to speak weird Dutch and stuff so yeah it's fine Oh, he, good. Yeah, that, that would that would be special. That would be special if he uh, <laughs> sat there and translated for him, like, <laughs> like Uncle Albert in Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> yeah, reports say that Steve McLaren is under consideration for a return to Old Trafford as Eric Ten Hag's number two. Mm. Should Ten Hag be appointed as the next manager? Announcement could be made at the end of next week. He's thought to be the favoured candidate. This is Ten Hag again among senior figures at United. More to come later on today. Andy Brassel keeping tight-lipped. Looking forward to it. Tonight, more European action. West Ham welcome Leon in the quarterfinal of the Europa League. I respectfully suggest that Leon have got absolutely no chance in this. 
Um, Good place, wow. terrible season, as I think either you or Luke said earlier on. Yeah, like, like ninth in Ligue 1 this mm. season, which is quite a spectacular quite effort really. considering the players they've got because mm. they do have a, a, a lot of good players the main issue with them is every time they lose the ball they, they look like they're going to concede a goal they're so defensively disorganised which obviously makes it difficult because then you're expecting Pakatar, Toko Kambi who's back for this Moussa Dembele who of course was at Celtic and Fulham etc etc is in quite decent form this season to perform magic to to, to make it happen and that's that's the issue. And that's all down to the coach, Peter Bosch. And I think you look at the way West Ham are set as well, especially with the return of Jared Bowen, you really feel they can take advantage of that. Mm. Exciting stuff. Also tonight, uh, Rangers travel to Sporting Braga. Leicester have a huge game against PSV in the Conference League. They're in it to win it. Oh, sounds very weird, doesn't it? West Ham against Lyon, Leicester playing PSV. What's happened? <laughs> I'm not ready this for football it. Football is freaking yeah. Brussels out. Yeah. Before we get out of here, Pete, you have an authorised message for the listeners. Yeah, shut up about all that European nonsense. We've got a TikTok, yeah? <laughs> Football Ramble is now on TikTok. We're talking... I can't believe we've left this to the end. I know, Why we should have mentioned headline? that at the top of the show. I'm going to be doing clothing try-ons, hauls from the shops, uh, new bikinis and stuff. Yes. Um, I'm going to be doing sexy thirst trap stuff uh, and hot remixes as well. Uh, this is uh, a track I decided to drop uh, a little bit earlier in the week. Do you know what? What I might do is... I'm I might smash into somebody. Have to make me feel better. I'm 39, 40. I'm 40. So Cut is, that, Finn. I'm 40. <laughs> so is this where Donnie's duds takes off? I know, yeah, I've got such a back catalogue. This could be, you know how they, you know how TikTok um, reignited uh, the, the financial uh, recompense for Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. This could be me becoming a bloody big star and I won't need you guys anymore. So this is where I'm going to put all my videos, all of my music. It goes to the land of the free and it comes back. I've got to be honest, Pete, I thought you were going to have to die before your greatest hits came out. <laughs> so this is, I think, a good result for all of us. You're just waiting to libel me. No death, loads of Donny. <laughs> no death, some Donny. Enjoy it, people. We need yeah. to. We need to get. We need to get out of here Find so that it. people can start listening to the real, yeah. the real stuff. Get on TikTok, social football ramble. That. We're there. Thanks for Beautiful. bringing it into our life, into everybody's life. Quite all right. Pete. Cheers, dears. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. Smash it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.